passion and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 2 Podcast. This might be college football, As uh, we begin the second hour, in a few minutes we'll remember the life of Toby Keith, who died yesterday. We'll talk to a friend and associate about not only his music, but about his fandom and his unrelenting support for all things the University of Oklahoma. Let's get back to the calls and check in with Michael, who is up next. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. Did not hear Michael. How about Carl up next in South Carolina? Hello, Carl. Hey, Paul. How you doing, man? We are doing great. Thank you. This is the first time I ever call into your show. Well, I'm, I'm glad you made it. To hear your talk. Yeah, I could say, well, I'm going to take a try and see. I just want to say, you know, the coach for Carolina basketball team is doing a great job this year. I mean, you know, this is the best team I've seen Carolina have in a long time. Do you think they're making to the uh, Mark Madness? Uh, oh, this uh, year? I mean, they are a lock uh, to make it. And uh, Coach Paris uh, was with us about two weeks ago after they beat Kentucky. And uh, what what he's done since then is is, is equally remarkable. Uh, I, I don't know how he's done it. I mean, I, I know he's brought in a lot of great players, and but his coaching has been fantastic. Yeah, because I remember when I was young, I used to watch Carolina when, uh, when, um, when they had Roach and all them boys on their oh, yeah. plane, and they were great ball players back in days. And this has been the best team I've seen Carolina have in a long time. Yeah, they you know, they made, the, uh, they made the Final Four, what was it, about seven or eight years ago. Uh, but it, that seemed, uh, I'm not to, I wouldn't say fluky, but it, it, that was a surprise. Uh, this team is really shocking how good they are. Well, thank you so much, Carl, for, for joining us. We appreciate it very, very much. Uh, let's check in with Brad. I think we have Brad uh, again. Let's, uh, Brad, go right ahead. Hey, Mr. Paul. How you doing, brother? We're doing great. Thank you. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, it was tough news hearing about Toby Keith. Um, thoughts and prayers to his family. Uh, what a contribution he's made over the years to country music. One of the all-time favorites. Um, but, um, hey, Paul, last Wednesday you guys were talking about great running backs of the past. Right. And I couldn't get in, waited too late, and was out of town Thursday and Friday, and yesterday just couldn't get in. Um, but, anyway, can I bring up a guy that's real special to me? Yes, sure. You remember him? Um, my uncle lived right outside of Torrance, California, which was about 10 minutes from the USC campus. And he got me watching USC football and the running back's name is Charles White. Oh yeah, absolutely. He passed away, um, in January of last year. And I'll tell you what, uh, he got me playing football and really, really fun watching him. When the Rose Bowl came through, you had Keith Jackson commentating John Robson, the head coach, Paul McDonald playing quarterback, and Charles White playing running back, and I wish I had a dollar for every time he smoked Ohio State in the Rose Bowl for a touchdown. But take care, Paul. Great to hear from you. Thank you very much. I think uh, – didn't Charles win the Heisman? Uh, anyway, seems like he did, but uh, he was very good. Uh, thank you very, very much for the call. And Randy 
is up next. Uh, hey, Randy. Hey. Hello? Hey, good afternoon, Randy. How you doing today? Good, I think. Yeah, well, I'm doing great. Uh, Better now. <laughs> I got a story about Roger Staubach. Sure. When I was, yeah, when I was in uh, Another guy Navy, who won the Heisman. I was, sta- yeah, I was stationed in uh, Vietnam. And I was stationed in a little rat hole called Chulai. Yes. And Roger Staubach was my division officer. And he's come out there on the sand ramp you know, with a football prancing around. And uh, he'd throw the football at us and stuff like that. But anyway, I, I could catch it. And uh, he came up to me one day and he said, uh, you're eligible to take the E4 test. I told him, I said, well, I'm not going to take it. He said, why not? I said, I don't want to. I don't want to be a petty officer. He said, you ever heard that old saying, I can't make you take it, but I can make you wish you had? I said, yes, sir, I've heard that. He said, it's true. <laughs> so I took the test. <laughs> anyway, he was a nice guy. He really was. Was this? Uh, yeah, I'm I, assuming, Randy. This was when he was in the service uh, after playing uh, after playing at Navy. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, he for was. those who don't know the story, uh, Roger Staubach won the Heisman Trophy in, in like '63, I think it was. Uh, Navy yeah. was one of the best teams in the country, and since he had gone to the Naval Academy, he was committed to service. I mean, we were uh, on the uh, knocking on the door of Vietnam at the time. So he served. How long did he serve? Four years before he was able to to join the Cowboys. I, think he, I don't know. He had to serve two. I know. Yeah. Well. Anyway, he served yeah, a couple. I mean, yeah. think about this, though. I mean, and I know we've dealt with this a couple of different times, but the idea that uh, he had to it didn't have to. I mean, this is what he committed to. But uh, you know, he spent a couple of years in the prime of his life uh, serving this country. And then he went to the right. Cowboys and was a great quarterback. He was my favorite quarterback uh, mm-hmm. growing up. He told me, he said, he said, when I get out of the Navy, he said, I'm going to be playing for the Cowboys. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. He said, no, no, <laughs> I am. He said, when you get out, you look for me. I'll be there. So, all right. Sure enough, I was laying on the couch watching TV one day and First game he ever played, he got they put him in right there at the end of the game, and he threw two or three touchdowns, and won the game. He was a quarterback from then on. But I, I would I would dare guy. say, uh, Randy, and thank you so much for sharing that. That Roger Staubach not only became one of the great quarterbacks uh, of his era, Super Bowls and all, but he he later became one of the most successful business people. He was in what. Uh, Development, real estate. I mean, he. Uh, I've talked to uh, Bart Starr about him in the past. Um, another guy that universally beloved uh, and uh, respected, uh, universally respected. And there, there are very few athletes that can get through that whole system and, and be as beloved and respected. Roger is 82 years old. Think about that. And young, young 82, if there can be such a thing. AC, definitely not young. Mr. Mr. Feinbaum, how you feeling, sir? Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, I have a question. So tomorrow is National Signing Day. Do you think Alabama Crimson Tide has at least three spots available for an idiot like I, man, 
JK and AJ always a jerk? I mean, do they have? A, do they even have a cheerleading squad for them or be a water boy? Do you think they, they would have a spot for these losers? Uh, AC, uh, I'll get back to you on that. I, I don't have a good answer for you. Beryl is in Athens. Hello, Beryl. Hi there. Good afternoon. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm a first-time caller. Well, thank and you. This is exciting. Yes, but I'm a long-time listener. Okay. Thank you so very much. I'm, it's, it's been a while since this happened, so I hope you remember it. But um, I saw you, Chilihead and I saw you the day before the SEC championship game back in December. Okay. And, and I, I got to interview you. With my oh. microphone. Oh, I do remember and, that. Yeah. Right. And you're dropping the microphone. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Yeah, no, you, so you were, 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 I'm trying to remember, you were with, uh, was it your your husband or somebody else? I can't remember. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, okay. I'll claim that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, had, we were doing a bit for our, <laughs> our Saturday show, uh, and, uh, and yeah, it was very funny. That, that, was, that was our walk-off uh, after you did that. I said, we're done. We can't I, top I this. I love that. Did I upset you, or was it okay? No, no, no. Uh, you didn't upset oh. me at all. That that was just part of the act. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I got really tickled, and um, I know that I can giggle too much, and I thought, well, maybe that was um, – anyway. But it, that just tickled me to death. That I've got a lot of memories with UGA and SEC Nation and you, and that's that's at the top of my list now. Well, right Beryl, I, I can't. Uh, I can't thank you for sharing that story with me, and uh, that that is. Uh, and uh, you were you were fantastic. Uh, really oh, appreciate it. Oh, oh, thank you. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing you um, this coming fall, wherever okay. y'all go, where the UGA is. You got it. Well, we'll see you UGA okay. a few times. Yeah, we used that on on the Saturday show. Thank you very much, Beryl. We had to the break. Uh, a lot more to do here on a Tuesday afternoon. We'll talk about Toby Keith coming up here shortly. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted Hims subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. 
Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Welcome back. And uh, two and a half years ago in Oklahoma and Texas, uh, move toward the SEC, we learned very quickly about the fans of both programs. And uh, one of the biggest, uh, if not the biggest, uh, Oklahoma fan of all sports was Toby Keith, who passed away last night uh, after uh, a difficult illness. He was 62 years old. And Barry Trammell is a friend of ours, uh, covered, uh, has covered Oklahoma for many, many years uh, at uh, the newspaper in Oklahoma, and now uh, part of a, a private venture sellout crowd, uh, of which one of the backers uh, was Toby Keith. Uh, Barry, appreciate uh, you coming on. and So much to talk about, uh, but just uh, if you could describe the state of Oklahoma and really so, and the sports world and country music and the whole music world today upon learning about the death of, of Toby Keith. Toby Keith was a beloved figure in Oklahoma for a lot of reasons. I mean, just the music as much as anything, of course. But um, he definitely was uh, heavily uh, invested in sports, uh, supporting mostly the Sooners. But, you know, um, at at the end of every Oklahoma State victory, they play uh, Should Have Been a Cowboy, which is Toby's first uh, big hit, rose to number one. I think it was 1994, uh, OSU plays, uh, you know, the, the words and the music of, uh, of an arch rival. So uh, as recently as uh, a year ago or, or earlier uh, in 2023, uh, Toby Keith and Barry Switzer went to a, uh, went to a basketball game in Stillwater, uh, went to Eskimo Joe's after the game and, and uh, sang, uh, sang should have been a cowboy with the crowd at Eskimo Joe's. So he really was a man of the people a blue collar kid who who uh, worked the oil rig and chased his music dream and then hit it big and uh, never moved to Nashville, stayed here in, in central Oklahoma and really uh, resonated with people uh, of, uh, of all kinds. And Barry, uh, didn't he play football uh, as, a, as a youngster and even semi-pro football? Yeah, he, Toby was a football player. We had uh, back in those days, uh, I'm sure as Across the country, we had a uh, what we called a semi-pro team. I think it was the Oklahoma City Wranglers, if I remember right. Toby played for them. In 1994, he was just making it big. I have to admit, uh, I'd never heard of Toby Keith in 1994. I'm not a country music fan, but OU has the, uh, what uh, was at the tail end of its era. Its spring game was a varsity alumni game. It seems kooky to anybody living today. It didn't go through it, but uh, former players would come back and form a team and play against the varsity for the spring game. Well, in 1994, uh, Toby Keith was starting to make a name for himself and somehow got on the varsity team, even though he had never played for the Sooners, uh, broke his ankle in that varsity (laughs) alumni game. So (laughs) had to cancel a few few, uh, touring dates, I think. But, uh, yeah, that endeared him to, to OU fans from the start there. Uh, and then by you, what an interesting story, he, uh, you know, Bob Stoops gets here in 99, 
Toby's that was at the height of his his popularity really zooming. He was busy touring, writing. He really wasn't too involved with the program, and uh, but he was, still was clearly a, a Sooner fan. And the Orange Bowl had contracted with him for the 2000 season to to sing the national anthem at the Orange Bowl, which was uh, the you know eventually the national championship game. And then Oklahoma ends up in it, so. Uh, that's where he actually meets Bob Stoops. They beat Florida State, win the national title. They end up having a great time after the game. They became fast friends, and he was a, you know, he was a uh, an official Sooner from then on. Talking to Barry Trammell, who uh, you know was uh, has been the voice uh, of that state for so many years as a columnist, and now with his uh, latest venture, Barry, as we work our way through the years, uh, talk about your your interaction with Toby. And, and again, the, a lot of times these, these stars are around the program uh, and people like you who are very well known get to interact. Uh, what about, what, how did it start? Well, I mean, I, uh, I probably met Toby sometime in the early 2000s. What I liked about Toby, he was so down to earth. He was, uh, he loved being around the sports scene, uh, the program, the games, all that, all that stuff. But he never made himself the story he never elevated himself into uh, into the limelight. You'd come to Oklahoma basketball games and get there right at uh, right before tip off. Come in the tunnel, take a seat there on the baseline that had been reserved for him. Um, the uh, one, a couple of stories I remember. I remember he was uh, on the sideline uh, at the Oregon game. SEC fans won't remember this, but Oklahoma went to Oregon in 06, uh, had a big lead. Duck scored recover an onside kick, except they didn't recover it. Oklahoma had the ball. Pac-12 refs awarded the ball in a bit of confusion to uh, to Oregon. Oregon comes back and wins. And I just remember standing on the sideline next to Toby. And when Oregon uh, when Oregon recovered that onside kick and they or when, when the officials awarded the ball to Oregon, Toby just turned to me and said, wow. And he sort of <laughs> knew something was up. But my favorite, my favorite story is this about Toby Keith. Last June, he was sick, uh, but he went to the Women's College World Series championship game. Sooners win, win the national title. Jordy Ball is the MVP. She's the star pitcher. She does a great job, and uh, she's very hard to hit. Oklahoma wins its third straight national title. Toby's down on the field. Uh, Everybody's celebrating. I'm down there, and I'm chatting with Toby. We're just standing there in the outfield chatting, and uh, this young woman sheepishly walks up with her parents and uh, asks for a picture. It was Jordy Ball, the, the hero of the Women's World Series. I had never met to- Toby, and she suspended all of her celebration to get a picture with, uh, with this country music icon. And of course, he graciously gave her a picture. And then everybody, the team and everybody went to uh, Toby Keith's I Love This Barn Grill, which is in downtown Oklahoma City for a celebration uh, party in which Toby took the stage and, and sang with a bunch of the players. So um, he just, he enjoyed the Sooner success and, and reveled in it, but he never really made himself part of the story. And, and Barry, uh, you had this, uh, we, we, we got a shot at him uh, on our screen singing with uh, the ladies. Uh, and it's just so cool. And it's, it, it's, uh, it's so disappointing to all of us who, uh, who are excited about, OU coming in, and uh, and he was a big part of it. And, and you told me some months ago that uh, his condition wasn't great when 
when we talked. Uh, and I want to ask you about uh, your venture because you you left a, a, a lifetime job at at the uh, Oklahomian uh, with some of your colleagues. Uh, a group uh, of investors were involved in 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 helping uh, get this venture started, and he was one of them, wasn't he? Yeah, Toby is Toby's one of the three uh, investors, and uh, he really didn't get involved in the business. His son Stellan is. Uh, sort of the co-manager and doing a great job, but um, yeah, Toby. Uh, Toby's a big newspaper reader. He uh, when uh, when he called me about this to to see why I wanted to do this, engage my gauge my uh, interest and and my commitment. He recalled the 2007 uh, his induction into the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, and he uh, not the athletic the sport, not the sports, the the uh, the state Hall of Fame. And he remembered what I had written about him. Uh, it was a crazy story. Here, this is the Toby Keith story. The night of his Hall of Fame induction, his fifth grade son was in the, the uh, city playoffs of youth football, and Toby was the coach. <laughs> and he told the Hall of Fame, "I can't come. Uh, Got to skip the induction. We made the playoffs." But they agreed to put him at the end of the ceremony. Uh, the game was in South Norman. He chartered a helicopter from South Norman to Oklahoma City, which is usually about a 30-minute drive. I guess you can get there a lot quicker in a helicopter. He had his tour bus waiting right outside the convention hall. It had his tux in it. So uh, the game goes five overtimes. Toby runs uh, runs to the uh, helicopter after they win, jumps in the helicopter. They fly to Oklahoma City. He gets out, jumps in his tux, gets inside in time to deliver his speech, and gave a fabulous speech. And when he called me about uh, about this venture, he said, "I remember, I remember what you wrote about that speech. So uh, I've always liked you ever since. So you know that meant a lot to me, and I thought it was pretty cool. Not just a uh, you know, this is not just a uh, a fan, but he's a newspaper reader and a, a consumer of media, which uh, of course means a lot to all of us that's in the business. So yeah, he was a keeper." And he's a guy we're really going to miss. I've talked to Bob Stoops today, Joe Castiglione, the athletic director. They're both broken up. Uh, they were very close friends. Uh, Toby Keith was just a total supporter uh, of everything Sooner. Well, thank you for, for sharing that with us, Barry. We, we look forward to seeing you very soon as uh, this uh, thing finally gets going. And we're certainly uh, going to miss not seeing Toby Keith as everyone uh, to be a big part of it. Uh, it would have been, it would have been a, quite a ride. Thank you, Barry. All the best to you and see you soon. Thanks, Paul. Barry Trammell joining us, a uh, close friend uh, and business partner of, hard to say, the, the now late Toby Keith. We'll take a short break and we're back after this. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Back, uh, been a busy show with a number of guests already. Really appreciate Barry uh, talking about his friend and business partner Toby Keith. What a what a what a big blow to so many people. Uh, more of your phone calls here at eight five five two four two seven two eight five. Let's get back uh, to the phones. And Pat is up next in Tennessee. Hello, Pat. Hey, Paul, thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to echo the sad news we heard this morning about Toby Keith. Uh, your last guest did a great job about describing what a great icon he was, not only in the music industry, but also a great American as a combat vet, and I always thought he raised morale. Um, Absolutely. Anyways, I, I wanted to ask you about Kentucky specifically, Paul, uh, specifically Liam Cohen, the OC, going to the Tampa Bay Bucks. If you've heard anything about who might be taking that job, and also, I've been really excited about the 24, 20, excuse me, 2024 season, especially with the luck that uh, Kentucky's been having with the transfer portal. So I'll hang up and wait for your answer. I just want to get your uh, kind of outlook on this upcoming season. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that, that, that news has been expected. I have not heard any names. Uh, I'm sure considering uh, Cohn... Uh, Almost left to go to the Bears, I think it was. Uh, I doubt uh, Stoops is unprepared. Uh, the basketball program there, I, I probably for about the third or fourth year in a row, I fully expected this to be the year. May still be, although hope seems to be fading away very badly and quickly. David is all, is in Kentucky. Uh, hey, David, go right ahead. Hey, uh, hey, David. Thank you, Paul. God bless Toby Keith. Um, Called before I almost took my thunder there. I, I was also calling about William Cohen and, uh, and and your thoughts. You know, I personally I don't uh, blame anyone for bettering themselves, but the fact that he was he only came back for a year and he kind of spoke with the double tongue when he came back and that yeah. kind of, I think that kind of left a, a bad. Yeah, taste I, I agree. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's very disruptive when the guy comes back after he'd already been there and then leaves again. I mean, at that point, uh, it's such a critical position uh, and probably no, no, no position more critical. I agree. What, what, what would your thoughts be on the possibility of Dan Mullen coming? I have seen no evidence from Dan Mullen uh, that he is interested. I mean, he, he's had all, uh, he, he had a shot of going to Alabama. He's had a a chance to go other places and, Sometimes the, the farther away you get from coaching, the less you really want to go back. It, uh, 
and you know, he's doing fairly well in TV. I assume, not that I know, but uh, he got paid a lot of money uh, when he got fired. So whatever you do with that kind of money, not that the, most of us are dealing with $20 million in spare change, but uh, I, I'm sure uh, he, he'll get a, he'll get an offer. I mean, I think he's a he's an outstanding offensive coordinator. But uh, I, I would be a little surprised. Thanks for the call. Uh, good question too. Joey is up next in Tuscaloosa. Hello, Joey. Hey, Paul. How's it going? We are doing great. What's up? You heard the old news? Uh, Kendall Jenner is in town promoting her her new tequila. What's she oh, think really? about that? Uh, tell us about it. I, I had not heard this. I don't know. She's been hopping from bar to bar. Girls are going nuts. Oh, really? Girls are freaking out. Snapchat stories, posts everywhere. Girls are freaking out, Paul. Well, I can understand why. You probably, well, uh, you probably don't know. You probably don't know who Kendall Jenner is. Either. I know. I'm, I'm, I keep up with uh, that part of the world. Uh, so tell uh, – I, I mean, she uh, – so do you know anybody that's seen her? All my all my sorority friends, Paul. Mm-hmm. All of them. They're hopping around. They're following her like damn. I don't know. The guy, the big guy thing was the new coach coming to town. This is the big girl thing. Just trying to keep you up to date. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's funny. Uh, there's a story out. That's pretty. Uh, I'll read it to you. It said, it said Nick Saban may have retired a month ago, but fear not because Kendall Jenner brought Tequila and Leonard Skinner to help Tuscaloosa cope. Yeah, absolutely. I love it too. Well, I wish awesome. I was there. I'd, uh, I, I, I would, uh, I would partake. What kind I of tea? Do you I'll like be... tequila? Man, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll take a shot it's right fine. now. It's fine. <laughs> no, Paul, you're not a drinker, are you? Uh, I would have to go back to high school before I could uh, tell you. I, I think the last tequila I had was a tequila sunrise. <laughs> Let me get one in America. Was it? Uh, I don't. I just don't remember. Yeah, usually how that happens. No, I don't. I don't drink tequila. Uh, I wish I, you know, wish I could tell you more, but uh, I just sounds like the kind of thing that could get you sick quickly. Yeah, I try enough. to avoid anything anyway. like that. Hey, well, thanks for the heads up, Joey. We'll see if we get some more. Uh, uh, I mean, when you're. When you're Caitlyn Jenner's daughter, what do you do for an encore? You go to Tuscaloosa and serve shots. Let's uh, check out Rich in Kentucky. Hello, Rich. Hey, Rich. Hello. Hey there. Who am I speaking to? Uh, let me. Ch- uh, who would you like to talk to? Paul Feinbaum. Okay. Have you uh, have you seen Mr. Feinbaum anywhere? Uh, no, I haven't. And I've never spoken on this show. Okay, uh, Rich. Uh, Rich, caller. hold on a second. He's on another call, but he's getting off right now. Uh, hello, uh, this is uh, Paul Feinbaum here. Hey, Paul. <laughs> well, Top of the day to you. Top of the day. How's everything, Rich? Sorry, I didn't mean to keep you keep you waiting there. I was uh, I was putting a, my drink order in. Well, I can understand that. It's almost that, 5 o'clock so. here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, what's uh, what's on your mind today? 
Well, I'm wondering about what you thought about the University of Arkansas's chances were in football to be better and more competitive next year. Well, I think they uh, are going to be better and more competitive. The real question is to what degree and will it be enough to bring stability to that program? I think Bob Petrino was, was a good move. And uh, I think it's also a good, uh, I, know, I know everybody's denying this, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good move to have, some, to have him there. Uh, the schedule, we're looking at it now, Arkansas Pine Bluff, but the second game is the tricky one at Oklahoma State. Uh, that's, a, that's an either-or game. UAB should win, but UAB has slipped a little bit. And then it gets hard at Auburn and then the famous Jerry's game and Tennessee. So, you know, you got to win. You really can't afford more than one loss in that in that first run, because uh, here comes LSU at Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas, Missouri. There are a lot of potential losses down the road. Arkansas always has a lot of big opponents on their schedule. So I'm wondering uh, what you know about the chances of Arkansas being successful next year? Well, I, uh, I'm modestly optimistic, not overly optimistic. Overly right. optimistic. Well, maybe I am too, but I, I never hear anybody call your show and talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you did because... Uh, Sam Pittman, I think, is one of, uh, he's one of our favorite guests. Uh, I'm disappointed the program has slipped in recent years, and I'm hopeful that it can turn around. Hey, thank you very much for the call. We head to the break. We've already uh, talked about uh, Toby Keith and what he meant to the University of Oklahoma. We had Heather Dinich on earlier. We'll talk more about uh, the legal ruling yesterday and what it could mean to all of college sports and your phone calls right after this. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Hey, welcome back here. Uh, Roger is calling next. Uh, hey, Roger. Hey, how you doing, Paul? We're doing uh, great. Thank you. What I wanted to talk about, uh, I back the Crimson Tide in every sport they play. And I like to talk about them. And I think the coach is going to do a good job, the new coach. And I think uh, Nate is doing a good job on the basketball team. And what I don't understand is why you let our man get away with such talking. Because he never talks anything about football. All he wants to talk about is Nick Saban or something that Alabama's done. And I've, I've never met him, I man, but I've seen his picture you have on the TV. And he looks like about a 90-year-old man with a mop on his head. <laughs> and I think he ought to change his name to Mop Man instead of I Man. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good idea, Roger. I'll, I'll do that immediately. <laughs> but think, anyway... Man? I'm a Tide Rider and Roll Tide. Roll Tide. And uh, I think we're going to do real good this year. I think we're going to win it all. Thank you for the call. Chris is up next <laughs> in Kentucky. How are hey, we Chris. doing, sir? We are doing great. Thank you. Uh, what do you think Calipari going to do this year, man? I mean, like, it's about time for him to do something. He's got all the talent in the country, best team. As far as overall talent in the country, you think he's a worn out as welcome in Lexington? Well, I think I think March is going to be critical because, uh, based on what I hear, I haven't been to Lexington in a couple of months. I've been there quite a bit though. Uh, support is fading for him, and this recent slide has created a lot of doubt. Yes, sir. They're raising the hell down here. They need yeah. to get him. <laughs> he better do something. Yeah, and unfortunately, college basketball uh, has really uh, become a tournament sport where if you do well in the tournament, it, it washes away whatever happened until then. And, and, and he's done poorly in the tournament. He's gotten to the tournament uh, all, all, every year but one, but that's not really the standard at Kentucky. The standard of Kentucky is championships. Hey, thank you very much for your call. And Roy is in Oklahoma. Hey, Roy. Hey, Paul. How you doing, brother? We're doing well. Thank you. Hey, yeah. I just want to tell you, uh, thank you for uh, you know making playing tribute to Toby Keith. You know he's been really beloved here in Oklahoma, and uh, we're gonna we're really gonna miss him. But uh, I want to let you know that uh, Oklahoma is really looking forward to the journey through the SEC, and we're looking forward to seeing you and Norman. Well, we can't wait. Uh, I've only been uh, to Norman uh, one time for a game, and I had a blast. I, I, I've been to Stillwater once and, and Norman once, and uh, you will count on seeing us in Norman uh, soon. Thank you very, very much for the call. And, I, and I, if you just got on board, I uh, hope you heard our very uh, poignant conversation with Barry Trammell, who was a good friend and business partner of Toby Keith, about his absolute fandom for OU. Thank you very much for your call. And Oklahoma, uh, we, we go to Austin now. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Oklahoma. Hey, how you doing, Paul? Man, I ain't heard in a long time, man. How you doing? I am doing great. What's happening with you? Hey, man, I want to know how, what you think. You know, Brett Benefits, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in him, but I have to give him a little time, I guess. How do you think Oklahoma and Texas is going to do? 
going to do in a new conference this year, and who's going to rise to the top in the Big 12? Well, I believe that Texas right now is in a better position uh, because of their roster, but, but I, I thought Venables did a, had a really good bounce back last year. He needed it. Uh, that went over, it went over Texas, was critical. Uh, he let a couple of games get away, but I, mean, I think overall it was, it was the right, it was a good season for, for OU, and, and they're well positioned. Uh, I think they're right outside the top 10 maybe, a little bit somewhere between 10 and 15 or 16. Texas, I think, will be one of the top five teams in the country. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. How about Ken in Philadelphia? Hello. Thank hey. you so much, Mr. Feinbaum, for taking my phone call. Appreciate it. Listen, I have a question, and I can't understand all this. Well, I'm not technology-oriented, but all of a sudden, this gentleman, Mr. Baker, uh, was a top, top-notch CEO of, an, of a, uh, uh, of a uh, medical company right. in the East Coast. Then all of a sudden, he, take, he was making $2.5 million. He goes and takes a job at the NCAA making 185000 There is no one that I know in the financial world that I've spoken to, as well as CEOs. I know quite a few CEOs. Why would a man jump from that to this? And that's a mystery to all of us. And then also, a friend of mine who's an, uh, a, a sports lawyer says, there is no way that Tennessee is going to lose this, lose this because this is absolutely – they want more money in another paper bag from Tennessee. What do you think, sir? Well, I, I don't know if the salary is the critical factor here, but he took, he took the job because he – he probably has made an enormous amount of money. He's only worth $20 million. That's nothing today. <laughs> That's nothing. Hey, listen. Uh, I guess maybe you're right, but, man, I would be, I would be jumping up and down if, if I had that kind of money. Um, I don't know, I don't know his, his uh, net worth uh, like you do, but I think he wanted to chat. I mean, how, I mean, running a medical company, I mean, Sounds exciting, but running the NCAA sounds more exciting. By the way, how do you know he, how do you know his net worth? Something tells me uh, if you, you you just can't go to Wikipedia and look up somebody's net worth. I've tried it. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 